Welcome to Manage to Engage, the podcast from clearandopen.com, dedicated to the evolution of you because businesses grow when people do. Serving leaders, managers, and people who will be, helping you reach excellence in your work and achieve your personal goals at the same time. Sign up for the free course at clearandopen.com. So an immature person lives in what? Fantasy. And then the consequences that they attract by living in fantasy, how do they relate to those consequences? It's not fair. (laughs) Which is an example of what? Victimhood. Yes. Hi, it's Joseph, and thanks for tuning in to Manage to Engage, the podcast from clearandopen.com. This is the start of a three-part series on maturity, or in some cases, the lack thereof. Just think, there are thousands of teenagers around the world being lectured on this very topic, maybe even right this moment. But if I asked you to define immaturity right now, how well could you do it? And if the answer is not very well, then is it possible you might be immature in ways and not even know it? Just like the words integrity and responsibility, the term maturity is thrown around quite a bit. Over the next few episodes, we're going to look deeper and discover that the whole concept is about a willingness and ability to live in reality and accept the consequences that happen when you don't. Keep listening to learn more. This episode is from a recent weekly webcast. Members get a ton of different ways to become better professionals, including attendance in the live courses I teach. Beginning January 11th, 2018, I'll begin teaching an 11-week course called How to Manage and Be Managed, The Missing Manual. You know, management is like parenting. Many people do it, and they mostly have no idea what they're doing, but they somehow make it work. The result? Stress, wheel spinning, overwhelm, and millions of dollars in lost opportunity. This course is the missing manual, what we all should have been taught in high school. Forget everything you've learned about management. You don't have to motivate your employees. You don't need to empower them. And you definitely shouldn't be supervising them. This course trains you in the basics of the clear and open model for management, increase engagement and productivity, eliminate supervision and wasted resources. It's a counterintuitive approach. I've been training leaders in one-on-one sessions for over 15 years, offered now for the first time as an affordable course. And while the course is about training management skill, it's also perfect for non-managers because it gives people what they need to understand what a manager is doing with them so they can help. For more information about the course, please go to clearandopen.com slash how dash to dash manage. Again, that's clearandopen.com slash how dash to dash manage. Thanks so much for listening. Now let's dive in. What is maturity? All right. So my topic is just, I just announced to my company this morning at our regular Tuesday meeting that I'm out of here in a year or less. How about that? Yeah. Wow. That that might be something we could discuss. I just. Congratulations. Well, thank you. Thank you. It was a little scary leading up to it, but I just did it. Not a whole lot has come out of it yet. There's a lot of silence when it came time for questions or clarifications, but um, I put it out there. Do you have a particular question or issue around that that you wanted to explore or just want to just make yourself known and declare that here? 
I, I guess I just want to make myself known. And um, if anybody has any recommendations, <laughs> one, one of the things I put out there is, is that I, if uh, people decided they wanted to leave soon to secure their future, I would certainly be okay with that. I wouldn't think less of them if they did that. But I also invited people to hang around and um, participate in, in the idea of let's continue the upward path that we've been on and with continually looking at how we're doing, evaluating ourselves, working on getting better. And I would support anybody who wants to, to, to reveal to me what they'd like to do in the coming year to improve themselves on a personal and professional level so that they're more prepared for whatever their next next part of their working life holds. I would, I would really welcome that with them. Cool. That's basically what I said. And, um, and I said it could happen sooner than a year, depending on some other factors. But um, mm-hmm. the longest it would go would be a year. Mm-hmm. And actually, on the other end, I said, you know, and if anybody, if anyone or or more of you have any any desire to try to continue Mergen Company uh, with with maybe my help after a year, I'm I'm I would entertain that as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I said that's my target date. It could go longer if people are interested. It could go less if things, certain things happen that make it difficult to continue on. So, okay. Yeah. So, all right. There Congratulations. I am. Sounds like it was a mature announcement. I hope so. I, th- I think so. I thought a lot about it and I got some input from one of my more trusted employees, Anastasia, my office manager, who's leaving in a week and a half. She, she's going to spend more time in the business that she and her husband own. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's been great for a year, year and a half. She's mm-hmm. just, Wonderful. Cool. Okay. So on to maturity. So what is maturity? Like responsibility, like integrity. It's a word that gets bandied about so often. You'd think we know exactly what it is because, you know, when you grow up, when you're an adult, it's important to be a mature, to be mature. Teenagers are always right now a teenager in the world. Probably thousands are being lectured about maturity right now, this very moment. So what is it? I think it has a lot to do with uh, recognizing and living within reality. Whoa. Peter just went existential on our asses. Went right to the, wow. A mature person lives in reality. I think so. Mm -hmm. We talk a lot about that here, and I think it, it, it applies. Mm-hmm. So an immature person lives in what? Fantasy. Mm. And then the consequences that they attract by living in fantasy, how do they relate to those consequences? It's not fair. <laughs> Which is an example of what? Victimhood. Yes. And the opposite of victimhood is? Agency. Ooh, I like that. That's nice. I was going to say responsibility. Agency works well also. I was going to say ownership. Ownership also works well. So maturity is about the willingness and ability to live in reality and the acceptance of the consequences when one discovers that they've been living in fantasy. Well, I thought this was going to take a half an hour. It's, that's a pretty complete definition. That you, that you guys just came up with. I guess maybe we're done now. <laughs> Thanks, Peter. Oh, except for there's one other question. 
What am I going to ask now? Oh, I, there's just one more thing Columbo said as he <laughs> made, made for the door. Um, what, what challenging question could I ask you now? How do we relate to maturity? Even are, more challenging than that. Are we mature? Even more challenging than that. Where are you demonstrating immaturity in, the, in your business? Exactly. Because if you frame it the same way as I like to frame responsibility, if you think of it as a verb, not an adjective, that res- the responsibility paradox, which we could turn into the maturity paradox, responsibility paradox is that when you assume, when you call yourself responsible, it creates irresponsibility because you're no longer curious about where you're irresponsible. Well, it's the same thing with maturity. You know, there's a really funny phenomenon that's easy to appreciate in just a moment. Look how many people are physically mature, biologically mature. And then they just assume that they're emotionally mature, that they're mentally mature. Now, mental maturity and emotional maturity, I would say, are different things. Maybe we'll explore that. But physical maturity, right? You look at someone, like it's easy for someone who's not physically grown, you know, a 14-year-old kid who's, you know, 115 pounds and five foot two, still growing. There's, it's easy to experience, when, whether you're, you are that person or you're relating to that person, that they've got somewhere to grow to. They're still growing. They're, they're not yet mature. But then when we're fully grown, there's this idea, we have this idea, like there's a certain age where, well, now you're mature. You know, you got the right to vote, you can drink alcohol, you got a driver's license, you, I don't know, there's a certain collection of things that happen. You know, those certainly, we wouldn't think of an 18-year-old who can vote as being mature, or even a 21-year-old who can drink. But then, you know, what happens? They get married. They own a house, they have a kid. By the time they have a kid, there's an assumption that they're a mature person, right? Because if, if someone's immature and everybody knows it, including themselves, they're not going to have a kid. I've heard people say that. I've said that myself. I'm not mature enough to have a child. I got some more growing up to do before I could raise someone. People talk that way. But then when, they, when someone has a child or starts a business, perhaps, there's an implicit kind of assumption that they must be mature. They must have arrived somewhere. Okay, now I can lead other people. Now I can raise a child. Now I, now I know enough. And there may or may not be a, well, I know minimally, I'm minimally qualified to lead people, but boy, do I have a lot to learn. Well, I feel like I'd know how to change a diaper, but, uh, you know, coach my son or daughter on their first date. Oh man, I'm glad I've got, you know, 13 or 14 years before that happens. There may or may not be that kind of humility around the lack of maturity. So what I would assert, just like I do with responsibility, is that ultimately a mature person, all of what we said was true, and it was a lovely definition we put together. But ultimately I would say that Maturity comes from someone who is in an active inquiry about the ways in which they are immature. 
according to our definition. In other words, given our definition, then it's someone who is actively wondering about how they're not living in accordance with reality, where they're hiding in fantasy, and where they're avoiding the consequences thereof. That's an immature person. Someone who, for example, contradicts themselves, has different points of view from week to week and doesn't admit it, says or does things that are wrong and then when is held accountable for it, doesn't apologize. You know, and many other things that our commander-in-chief does on a weekly basis. (laughs) But we're not talking about politics today. But look, there's an example, right? We, We have a president who is demonstrating... I would say over forms of immaturity and a significant portion of the population either don't notice or don't care. That says a lot that that says way more about the maturity of the general population than it does about the president. Cause an individual who's not mature, whatever they're a dime a dozen, but whole swaths of population all subscribing to similar immature beliefs and immature actions, that's problematic. So it's not difficult to see that we live in a very immature world. And just like with responsibility, it would, it would be radically different if people held maturity as an asymptotic process. Remember asymptote? That's one of those curves that gets closer and closer to an axis, but never reaches it. Because if you define maturity as living in accordance with with reality, well, that's kind of like a process, right? There's always some part of reality you're missing, some aspect of yourself you're not completely real with, expressing. It's a process. So what I'm saying is the worst thing you can do is pat yourself on the back and say, yay, I'm a mature leader. I'm a mature person. Because then you're done. Now, you'll, now you're frozen in time. And life, you know, will probably hit you over the head here or there. And you'll, you'll mature as a result, you know, when your first wife leaves you and your kids hate you and you lose your job or whatever happens, you know, you'll, you may wake up. But it'll be in reaction to the vicissitudes of life rather than a proactive search for where am I being immature today? Where, what are my patterns of immaturity and how can I work on them? And that's what each of you are going to talk about now. Sounds roughly like the, the, the stories I hear about Socrates with regard to wisdom. It seemed like he, some people would, would refer to him as the wisest man on earth, but yet he seemed to refuse to take that title or that mantle on and kept kept searching for truth or searching for wisdom. Yeah. He would say, the only thing I know is that I know nothing. And it was such a powerful point of view that he embodied that they killed him for it. I mean, he wasn't a victim. He was going around deconstructing people's beliefs. I know the feeling tends to ruffle feathers. But he was doing it kind of without permission. Yeah. Yeah, we, we pay you to do that for us. Yeah. That's in, <laughs> in coaching, I, the, the, the word is um, jurisdiction. 
it's it's not a good idea to to dismantle people's beliefs, values, assumptions about reality unless they've given you jurisdiction. And then even then, you have to assume that they may have been giving you lip service. Socrates was a little irreverent that way. So he wasn't a victim. Doesn't mean uh, that we shouldn't respect what he did and what his contribution to Western philosophy in the world. Socrates is probably one of my greatest influences. So the question remains, how are you still immature? Who's going to be brave and talk about that? Because by talking about that, you reframe what maturity is, right? You're all physically mature. Congratulations. It's done. Handled. Good job. Growing pains and acne and whatever else you dealt with, you did it. Good work. Emotional maturity, that's your whole life. Thanks for listening to Manage to Engage, the clear and open podcast. Join us next week when you'll be a little bit closer to who you're destined to be. Until then, know that Clear and Open is dedicated to the evolution of you because businesses grow when people do. Be sure to visit clearandopen.com for the latest tools, articles, and free resources to help you on your journey. Thanks for listening and bye for now.